Hello there, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here to spend this hour with me. We bring you a brand new topic every single Thursday. If you are listening to this show live, it is November, it is the year 2023, but it doesn't really matter what year it is because every November, at least in the United States, we get really amped up for our holiday time. And here's something I notice is people sometimes act like holidays are not part of their real life story. They get all focused on the expectations for, you know, their year, but somehow holidays become this time to either go hog wild and pay later or to sort of abandon all the festivities, abandon yourself or even abandon others. Holidays can scare you for some good reasons that you've maybe lived out in your past. But what I want to help you understand is that there is preventative care so you can have a really nice holiday. I am a life coach and I help people write their books, their blogs, and their brands. So I help people stay very close to their stories. I'm someone who knows a good bit around creating fictional stories, character, plot, story development, things like that. But I also really enjoy how we just create our own life story and how the principles of life coaching can really help you live the life story that you want to be living. So my friends, holidays, they're not exceptions. Holidays, if anything, are something to get ready for. I like to think of it as the preventative care that you give in these early weeks of November so that Thanksgiving and your December holidays and your New Year's are delightful, and they're on your terms, and not just you following what everyone tells you you got to do. I mean, like I was saying, for many adults, when they think back to past holidays, they're thinking about expectations that they had to go through and how they either delivered or did not deliver. You know, it could be around their status, could be around anything at all. There's some holidays where we have that FOMO, the fear of missing out, and we either throw ourselves into everything or that fear of missing out becomes so big that we do next to nothing. It's not unlikely that you'll find yourself during the holidays where you have to be a little more public or um, maybe super social as opposed to a little social throughout the year. And maybe that leaves you feeling very uncomfortable, almost like the holidays are performance time. I've heard that from many of my clients. 
There's also the fact that the holidays can be very expensive, just depending on what those expectations are in your family or in your career. You might have a career where you're kind of expected or there's peer pressure to give to this fund and to match that fund and to donate here and show up for that fundraiser there. And the next thing you know, your your pockets are no longer lined with those extra bills so you can buy yourself a little something for the holidays. And then we have those obligations. Oh, no. You know, when your sweetie says, I've got a work party, and you're thinking, oh, no, 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 no. Not this weekend. No, 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 no. I was going to go on retreat. And then you're told, yep, it's this weekend, and I already confirmed, and I already paid for both of us. Ah, that can just be painful, right? It's an obligation. You don't know anyone. You don't want to go. You don't want to dress up. You don't want to be out late. You don't want to have to think of things to say. It just doesn't sound like fun. Well, my friends... If you get in the mode of preventative care before the holidays, you'll start to practice some really strong life coaching skills that will pay off all year long, but definitely, definitely throughout the holidays. So we're going to talk about that today. I'll be taking your questions. You can write to me directly at my email, which is debbie at coachdebbie.com. Debbie at coachdebbie.com. Debbie, by the way, is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. I would love to get your email and your question about getting ready for the holidays. While you're thinking about that, can I tell you we're having some guests come to the show On November 30th, we're going to have Diana Scalia from California. She is a writer in my community. She has written a book called The Bump Clause. And this is about when you just sort of have a quick bump encounter, usually in the dating scene, with someone. And you're so glad you did because it added to your wisdom. And it could be because you went through something challenging. Could be that you went through something really fun. And it could be just about anything in between. She's got a whole book on this stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. She's also a life coach. And she'll be taking your questions on November 30th about your own little encounters that you've had, those quick little encounters at any time in the year, at any age you were at. And if you want to ask a life coach like Diana about your own bump clauses, she'll be here November 30th, and we will have her book available for sale. And like I said, we'll be taking your questions. Also, I'd like you to pencil in that on December 21st, I'm going to bring here to the studio my personal trainer, and that is Ryan Bond from Bond Strength. He lives here in the Bellevue, Washington area, and he's someone who has spent half 
his life so far completely dedicated to the rigors of keeping his body, his nutrition, and his mind in top tip form and shape. I have learned so much in just the last few months working with him. I see no end in sight. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. He's really, really helped me open my eyes and my mind to what it's like to live a healthy day and receive all the benefits of that. And some of these benefits go far beyond anything I could have imagined. So join us December 21st. And again, you can call in and offer your questions about having your healthiest body, mind, and upcoming year. What I find about Ryan Bond is that he is just a really clear thinker. He's, he's so practiced in his daily habits that when I ask a question, he can respond to me very succinctly and then go on and explain exactly why I want to follow through on that advice. Man, I just love working with him, and I'm really excited to bring him here. So join us December 21st. Also, if you want to think about getting into the new year, I'd like to tell you that I have two communities. One I like to call my superstars, and they are newer writers, really getting into writing articles, blogs, and thinking about the idea, maybe even starting to sketch it out, writing a book. Mm-hmm. They're doing a great job. And because they're doing a great job and they want to continue working together, we are going to continue the Superstars community in the upcoming year, which means I am opening the doors for new people to join us. Now, I want you to know you won't be behind if you decide to be new to the group in the new year. You won't be behind at all. It's not like you've missed something. Not at all. I have it structured so that you can come in, feel right at home, get all the support you need, and grow along with us. The membership goes from January to the end of June. And then you can decide if you would like to renew for the second half of the year. I am offering a very nice early bird special. If you want to get the information on that, just sign up for my newsletter. Go to CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. Just click on Connect and fill out that tiny little form and you will be on the newsletter list. And honestly, I think if you go to CoachDebbie.com and you hang out on the screen for a whole six minutes, there'll be a little note that says, would you like to receive our lovely and beautiful and wonderful newsletter? And that's where you just say yes, and you put your email. And that's how you save lots of money if you want life coaching throughout the year because you use the codes there and you get the best pricing. I would love to meet you and work with you in the Superstars community. 
Also, if you are a woman, you think of yourself as a slightly advanced writer. You know you've been up to it for a little bit of time. You definitely have a particular goal around your writing. I'd like to encourage you to think about my heroines community. That will go again through the June, uh, the month of June, twenty twenty four. Best pricing happening now. Would love to hear from you if you would like to get involved there. There's only a couple things that would disqualify you. Like if you wanted to write a book on um, mystery or horror or some sort of genre where I'm I'm not the best coach for that or gossip, I'm not so good at that. But if you're doing anything around memoir, fiction, self-development, your own personal stories, I would love to support you. And so would the ladies in the group. They're a great bunch. So again, CoachDebbie.com, that's where you go to get connected. So today, what are we up to? Holiday time. We got to get ready. It's really, really smart to begin your preventative care for the holidays. Now, you might be thinking, I just want to check out. I don't want to have anything to do with holidays. What if this could be your first holiday in a while where you really enjoyed it? You really did an extra thing or two or three on your terms. You really shifted your thinking of what holidays could be about. I'm just going to focus on four things today. And two of them require that you kind of look into your past with the holidays. And then another two require that you do a little forward thinking about the holidays. This only gives you four tips, but honestly, if these are the only tips you employ going forward with your holidays, you will have a nice toolkit, I would like to say, for preventative care for upcoming holidays. Now, Keep in mind, anyone, even if they love holidays, know this is a time of stress. And I just want to tell you something really interesting. Uh, oh, I always do this. I forget their name. Right when I'm going to say their name, Huberman, Huberman. What's his first name? Can't think of it. Oh, he's so big on YouTube. Is it Bruce? Okay, I'm going to look him up. Mr. Huberman, the philosopher, psychologist, uh, associate professor who is so big on YouTube. You know what he said is the number one cause of death. Now we have to we have to get below the the diagnosis, right? Because most people would say, "Well, wouldn't it be heart attack or wouldn't it be a car accident or wouldn't it be? So we're not talking about the thing. We're talking about the human. How, what is the thing that the, what is the number one cause of death in the human? And it's stress. Yeah, it's stress. So that could be a heart attack and uh, it could be a car accident or it could be 
fear of heights, which led to a big fall, which, you know, it could be all kinds of things. But bottom line, number one cause of death is your stress. So what's the number one creative outlet for more life? Do you know what that is? It's your creativity. The more you are engaged in your creativity, the farther you are walking away from your stress. This is important to know as you're going into the holidays. Why? Because you don't want to be full of stress entering the holidays. You want to be creative. You want to feel alive. You want to feel like this could be one of the better holiday seasons you've experienced. And I'm going to show you exactly how that works. So my friends, let's take just one quick break right here. Please feel free to write to me, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. We're going to be right back. Do you have a topic to bring to Story You Talk Radio? I'm Coach Debbie, and I would love to talk to you. Right now, you can pre-book a self-sponsored show. Maybe you are a brand new author. Perhaps you are a coach in a particular area. Let's talk about your brand. Just reach out to me, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I will send you all of the details. Let me help you be successful in 2024. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Well, just before the break, I was trying to think of his name. The lovely, lovely man who speaks on YouTube all the time and really helps us get a grip on our health. His name is Andrew Huberman. Follow him. He says, number one cause of death is your stress. And it can show up in many, 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 many different ways. So when we go into the holidays, and that's what we're talking about today, we want to have a toolkit of preventative care. The holidays are part of your real life. And that's something a lot of people forget. They are part of your real life story. Therefore, this is going on This is important now. You don't get to say 
Well, the years that count and the months that count are only these parts that I've sketched out. And don't pay any attention to those parts over there. You don't get to do that. Holidays are part of your real life story. And so many people make epic screw ups <laughs> during that time. Ask me how I know. I've either been there or I've been doing them. And it took a long time for me to realize these times count and they can be very, very enjoyable if we're conscientious about them. But we've got to be accountable. We've got to be smart and we've got to start to add in some preventative care. So topic number one that I want us to focus on today is knowing what you love and what you dislike about the holidays. So we're looking at it kind of in the black and white. Now, why is this a good life coaching tip? If you know on one end of the spectrum, this is what I love about the holidays, and you know on the other end, this is what I don't like. This is what I just can't stand. This is where I get all fumbled up. Then you can start making choices. But what I want you to do now is think about the fact that there's the concrete part of what you like or don't like, but there's also the abstract. So let me give you some details here. Let's say you're a person who says, oh gosh, I don't like the holidays because I don't like concrete big parties. Okay, so that's a thing, a concrete thing. I don't like big parties. Now let's go to the more abstract emotional part. Why don't you like big parties? What's going on that, that makes you unhappy uh, about holidays and big parties? If you can locate this, you start to turn things around. I was talking to one of my clients and he said, I just feel so awkward at big parties. And what is it about holidays where you're obligated to go to one or two or three or four of them? It's just such an awkward time. People want to know things and you don't really know them. So why would you tell them things about you? Or it's awkward because you have to get dressed up in a way you're not getting dressed up. Don't want to do it. Or it's awkward because you have to go somewhere you've never been before. It's awkward. Don't like it. So you might think to yourself, I don't really like holidays because I don't like big parties. But if you want to do the work around this and start to help yourself out, go a little bit further. Get into the emotion. Get into the abstract. What about big parties and holidays do you not like? I don't like feeling awkward. Aha, okay, now we got something to work with. So how might you take preventative care so that you don't feel awkward? Well, to the person that doesn't want to grow, they're going to say, I know, I'll stop going to big parties. Ta-da, I'm off the hook. I don't have to go anywhere all holiday long. Well, you probably have people in your life that want you to go to at least one, maybe two. 
what would it be like to minimize the awkwardness because we just pinpointed that's where the real problem is, all right? Problem isn't that it's holiday time. Problem isn't really that you're not into big parties. Problem is you just don't like that awkward feeling that goes with big parties. So what are we going to do about this? What if you told your sweetie or whoever it is that invites you to big parties, I just want to limit it to one this year, just one. And I promise I'm going to go and put on my positive hat and really dive in, but I I don't want to go to a big party every single weekend leading up to New Year's Eve. I just don't want to do that. What if you drew a little boundary there to turn the awkward into its opposite, which is comfort, right? If you feel awkward, you're probably looking for a little more comfort. What if instead of feeling like, you know, I've got to be social at all of these parties, what if you allowed yourself to either stay for a limited amount of time, bring someone you feel good with who you can sort of buddy around the party with so you're not left to just speak with strangers? What if you started some preventative care to help you with the awkwardness? What if you allowed yourself to wear something that helps you feel comfortable? I'll give you an example from my past, and that is I always loved holidays and I loved big parties. So I was sort of stumped why I would often feel awkward at them. How come this has has happened? And I finally realized at one point, <laughs> I was about 25 years old, and I'm tiptoeing around in these super high heels and this really tight dress and trying to hold my little drink just so proper and say kind things and not have poor posture and all that stuff. And I realized, you know, I would be having more fun if I didn't put so much pressure on myself to dress up to the nines and do it like this. And I was looking across the room at a woman who looked fantastic. I mean, great. She had on like a kind of a a sequence. You might even call it a pantsuit. It was a wide leg sequence outfit, had a beautiful cardigan, you know, again, kind of sequence, shiny material. It was fun. It was kind of a dark, dark, dark reddish with, you could tell it had like a sheer black going on. But she also had these patent leather shoes with this tiny, tiny heel. And I thought, that's a smart lady over there. She looks comfortable. She looks happy. She's smiling. She's not trying to stand up straight, sucking in her tummy, balancing on four-inch heels, hoping that she doesn't drop her glass, all that stuff. She just seems at home. And, you know, I sort of changed my dress code for myself after that. I gave myself permission to dress up 
but to not dress out of something that allowed me to feel comfortable. Because the more I dressed out of my comfort zone, the less I was in that preventative care mode and the more likely I was going to feel awkward. That's just one thing. One thing you can do, you can coach yourself to feel a little more comfortable. You might think, is this what people really do in life coaching? When they get together with you, they figure out how to dress for parties. But I want to tell you about life coaching, which happens all year round, not just holiday time, is that we're going deeper so we can know ourselves better. We don't just stop at the idea of, I don't like holidays, so I'm not going to participate at all. We don't allow ourselves to just go one more level on, which is, I don't like holidays because it involves, A, big parties, and I don't like big parties, so I'm not going to do that. We don't stop there. We get into the emotions and the drivers and the memories And if we start to turn that around, we instantly have a better relationship with our own life. And guess what? That's your real life story. Isn't that the one you want to have a good relationship with? I know I do. I want to have an excellent relationship with my real life story. I want to enjoy my life hour by hour. And I'm serious when I say I include the holidays. I want my holidays to be lovely. Let's go on and take a look at another point here. This is, again, we're looking back at things that haven't gone so well so we can apply some preventative care to our holidays. So my second point here is make some decisions that are firm and non-negotiable. And you're going to say, oh, I can't do that. You don't know my family. You don't know where I'm from. You don't understand my religion. You, Well, actually, it doesn't matter who your families are, where you're from, where you grew up, how you were raised, philosophies, religion, any of that. As an adult, as a high-functioning adult, You're allowed to have things where you don't negotiate, where you just say, this is how it's going to be for me. Now, you don't go into it being rude, but you're certain. There's certain things that you're willing to do, and there's certain things you're not willing to do. So here's one thing I'm not willing to do. It is a non-negotiable. I do not engage in parties that are full of people over drinking. The minute I sense that that's happening, I'm going home. And it's not that I don't love those people. It's that I don't want the memory of what's about to come, which is some crazy and often foolish behaviors. When I look back at a lot of the parties I was at, the early ones, I was a participant in the drinking, and in the, the whole debauchery and fun of it all. But I don't have much memory of those. 
I have more memory when I was coming off of that silly cloud and starting to say, I want to be more present at these parties. But I was going to the same ones, and I was with people that chose to be the way you end up being once you have three, four, five drinks in you. And I don't really like remembering people that way. Part of the reason is because they don't remember anything about it. But another is it's just not for me anymore. Doesn't make me better. It's just not part of what I want in my real life story. I want a different real life story than that. So it's a non-negotiable for me. To the extent that not too long ago, a friend of mine who doesn't do any drinking at all and hasn't for a long time, um, she's still very willing to go to these, these gatherings, we'll say. And when I was ready to leave, didn't want to partake any longer and just said, what do you say? Looks like this is sort of the time uh, where, where the party's really lighting up. Uh, what do you say? And she said, oh, I just don't let it bother me. And I said, oh, okay, wonderful. Um, but it's kind of a non-negotiable for me. So I'm, I'm actually going to get going, but I've had a lovely time. Uh, we had a fight after that, after I drew that line in the sand that I had made a decision for me. We had an argument, and I was really surprised that while she's made a certain choice in her own life, she's not made a non-negotiable of how far she will live and breathe into a lifestyle that she's long since left behind. Um, it did. It really surprised me that for whatever reason, she hasn't given herself permission to make a non-negotiable. But I'll just tell you this between me and you, the holidays end and she's one unhappy girl. The holidays end and I get a lot of memories and good things to look back on. And I think part of that is because I'm willing to make non-negotiables. There were years when I had no idea that I could or that I should, or that I even wanted to. I didn't know. If there's something that really just doesn't jive in me, and maybe it did last year, or the year before, or 10 years ago, but it doesn't anymore, without any judgment of what's going on in the room, I can make a non-negotiable about what I want to do, and just stick with it and I'm good. And I might lose, you know, a, a friend along the way that doesn't play that way. But to me, when the holidays are said and done, I want to look back on them and realize it fit into my life story. Are you starting to see here what I'm talking about when I say life coaching really helps you make decisions for your life. You don't want to be looking back every January and saying, I wish I could pull the last six weeks from my life story because I'm not proud of them and there's stuff I don't remember. And I bet other people do. 
and I can't wait for them to tell me all about it. You know, that's probably not where you want to live. But when you make a non-negotiable, likely you won't have to. And you're allowed to make non-negotiables because you are a functioning, responsible adult. That's part of preventative care. And I really like to exercise that before the holidays. Again, it doesn't make you better. It just allows you to live a real-life story on your terms. And then when you look back on it, you like your life story. You're not full of regret or guilt or weird feelings and all that stuff that I can remember going through as a young person, and I just don't want to go through anymore. Non-negotiables feel better. But guess what? There's also ways to look into your future and form care that allows you to have really nice holidays. So what do you say we take one more break right here? When we come back, we're going to talk more about preventative care for great holidays. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Do you have a topic to bring to Story You Talk Radio? I'm Coach Debbie, and I would love to talk to you. Right now, you can pre-book a self-sponsored show. Maybe you are a brand new author. Perhaps you are a coach in a particular area. Let's talk about your brand. Just reach out to me, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I will send you all of the details. Let me help you be successful in 2024. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about the stress that can come with holidays. Today is a live show. We are broadcasting in November, very early November. And I just find that my life coaching practice really, really gears up this time of year, as well as early into the new year, because this can be a time of major regret for people that didn't have preventative care in place for the holidays. Now, it could be for reasons around family. It could be for reasons around work or around spending or around health. Health is a big one. Could be for reasons around 
um, oh, I just had a term for it, but I'm just going to call it publishing or your, your goals or your deadlines around your writing. Some people have said to me, you know, I made the commitment that I was going to finish my book this year, and here we are staring at the upcoming year, and it's not done. And they feel bad about it. How do we feel good all the way through the year, including when we really ramp up at the end of the year and we celebrate holidays? A lot of people can't handle it, and they just bail out of holidays and say, nope, it's not for me. Some people very thoughtfully leave holidays out because they just know they haven't practiced the skills or the tools to enjoy them yet. But if you really do want to enjoy your holidays, there is preventative care so that all that stress that your mind can conjure around holidays, it can be managed. When we look back on the ways we have spent holidays, it gives us information of how we want to go forward. But we can also look into our future and figure out ways that we want our current holiday to be. So we talked in the last segment of the show about really knowing what are your likes and dislikes and not only getting into the stuff you might not like or dislike, but getting into the emotions. That's where the life coaching is helpful to you. You need to know what sort of emotions, feelings are coming up. If you can deal with the feelings, you can have a totally different experience. We also talked about the fact that you are allowed to make non-negotiables throughout the holidays. People think, oh, there's no such thing as boundaries during the holidays. Oh, yes, there are. And they're for a good reason. You don't want to be pulled in a thousand different directions and land in the new year and say, oh my gosh, the last six weeks have just been a whirlwind out of my control. That's not for you. So when we look back on our experiences, we can make some decisions around our holidays and how we want to prevent ourselves from going into repeat. But what about looking forward? Something I really love to do in life coaching is help people create visions. And when you can get your mind full of a vision that delights you, you can start putting into action things that you want. So for example, a few years ago, I was thinking about the fact that all my family on the one side were all in town, and so were my boyfriends. And I started to think, I can vision having everyone over to the boyfriend's house because he's got the nice kitchen, and I can envision myself making my favorite beef brisket. I know I could manage cooking for a full room of people I can envision planning this out so that I'm not rushed. I can even envision taking my life coaching clients 
all the way up to December 20th and then being off until December 26th, giving myself just a little wiggle room there so that my cooking time and planning time can be stretched out. I started to create this vision of loveliness of how I wanted my holiday. I did this in early November. I went to my sweetheart and I said, let me share my vision with you immediately. (laughs) He started with the, oh, (laughs) do we have to this year? Are you sure? And I said, "I, I just have a vision that this would feel nice. Now, here's the key. I went into the fact that I thought it would just feel nice to me. It would feel comforting. It would feel warm. It would feel inviting. What if I had left that out and just said, well, we haven't done it in a long time. Not really going to get a lot of forward motion on that. What if I had said, well, it's kind of our turn. If you want to play the obligation game, you know, might work out. But it's when you get into how things feel for you. It's when you get really honest about where you want your story to be because it's how you want to feel in your life, in your real story. Holidays are part of your real story. I can't emphasize that enough. For some reason, many people think you just sort of whack those out of your history because there's things you never got around to or there's things you overly got around to that you regret. But if we're preventative going into it, if we're thoughtful, we can have really wonderful times during November and December and New Year's. So let me tell you, when we had our guests over and I made all that brisket and I had time to plan the wrapping getting a few decorations out. He really doesn't like, you know, heavy-duty decorating. Just just a few in place for people. I even got beautifully decorated, um, you know, those paper plates that are, they're bigger, but they're decorative. So it just made cleanup easier. It, it was a fun time. And I look back on that as I had a clear vision I shared what I wanted to experience, and I got to have that as a holiday experience. It's not to say that it always goes that way, but when you can envision something and get another person on board, usually you can carry it out. You wouldn't really have a vision of something if it wasn't possible for you to carry it out. That would be more of a fantasy. But a vision is something that you not only see, but you start to feel how good that would be. And you start to get little intuitive hints of how you could make it happen, like shutting down on the 20th as opposed to the 24th of December, how you might do that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Finally, I want to share with you this fourth idea, 
And a lot of people think this is a little far-fetched, but in my experience, no. If you can go into the holidays and know that you are 100% responsible for the experiences you are about to have, you are 100% responsible. This is going to allow you to really tap into how you think and how you show up for your holidays. So for example, one year I was invited to a friend's house. It was one of those sad years where everything had fallen apart before the holidays. I was just this orphan that got taken in. You know, I really didn't get my mind in a good place before I went with her. I I allowed that feeling of poor me to just sort of carry over as I went with her to her family holiday. Uh, yeah, holiday. And they were lovely to me. When I look back, they were wonderful to me. But if you had asked me at the end of the night, you know, to score that night on a one to 10, 10 being you had a wonderful time and one being, you know, I really don't want to repeat it. I would have given it about a five. But here's the funny thing. They, they were doing everything so that it could have scored as a 10. They were lovely. They invited me in. They had prepared a beautiful meal. I got to sit in the middle around these children that were delightful. One of my friends who was there brought me a beautiful gift, something that I had not only mentioned that I was going to buy for myself, but then I was in a situation where I couldn't buy anything, and she bought this gift for me. I mean, a lot of really sweet things were going on. They drove me there. I didn't have to worry about being in the dark and navigating my own way. I could have had a really, really lovely time while I was there. But what I remember is how I was just sort of going through the motions because my mind was in all of the yuck that had happened in August and September on October leading up to the holidays, and I just couldn't quite get present. In other words, I was not being responsible. They had done something responsible. They had invited me in, the little orphan that had nowhere to go for the holidays. But I wasn't doing my part. I wasn't really being joyous and partaking in the moment while I was there. I didn't get ready. And one of the ways I could have got ready was, number one, I'm someone who journals. So I could have journaled out all the yuck of what hadn't been going well and really get myself in the mindset of, but you know what? I want to be present when I go to these people's house tonight. That's one thing I could have done. Another thing I could have done was instead of just bringing another bouquet of flowers, which is what I did at the last minute, went to the grocery store, got a bouquet of flowers because 
Couldn't think of anything else to bring to them because I was all steeped in my poor little story. I could have given a little more thought to the family and something that they really enjoy and like. Now, I'm not saying that flowers aren't a nice gift, but I just remember how I did it because I felt like I had to do something as opposed to really being responsible for the fact that I've been invited somewhere, it's holiday time, I could get present and have a really lovely memory at this holiday time. I didn't do that. And so, you know, I came, I brought flowers. I I think I might have even excused the fact that it wasn't the best bunch of flowers or something ridiculous like that. I just wasn't prepared. I didn't do what a responsible, fully responsible person would have done. And you know what? When you do, you have a completely different experience. We tend to think that our experiences are based on how everyone else is being. And I'm not saying that it doesn't contribute, but so much of it, and you really learn this when you get life coached, so much of it has to do with how you are setting yourself up for a great experience, how you are getting ready to enter a room, how you are really working with your own thoughts. Because if you have just ho-hum thoughts when you go somewhere, you can't expect to have anything better than a ho-hum experience. Like I said, when I look back now, I realize I was really welcomed. But immediately after that whole night, I would have just told you, yeah, you know, it's nice. I, um, they, they, were, they were good to me. I'm glad I went, you know. It was good. It was better than being at home. Because what was I letting rule the show? My thoughts about how that year just wasn't winding down the way I wanted it to. I was just really in a self-pity place. If you can rise above that, let yourself kind of journal it out and do the things you learn in life coaching, man, you can set yourself up for a great experience. I am Coach Debbie, and I offer life coaching in communities. I have my superstars. I have the heroines, which is just for women. I also have one-on-one life coaching. If you would like to find out more about how you can make the holidays great or any time of the year great, I invite you to go to CoachDebbie.com, click on Connect, send me a little letter, and let's see what we can do for you. If you have 90 days to give to your mind, you can make a leap into the new transformation for your new year. My friends, I will see you right back here next week. I am wishing you a good time getting ready for your holidays. But until we come to you with a new topic next week, I wish you a lovely Friday and namaste. Namaste.